Hey guys, it's Erin Renee, and you are listening to Rooted in Kindness, a vegan podcast that is centered around inclusiveness and consideration for others. Here, we believe that the future is vegan, the time is now, and above all else, you should root yourself in kindness. Thanks for listening. What's up, everyone? Once again, it's your girl, Erin Renee, and it is day 12 of the quarantine. And I want to know, how are you guys surviving? Are you still making it? Have you eaten all of your quarantine snacks? Are you still vegan? I am here with my quarantine hoodie on. I've got my quarantine hair nice and ready. I have no makeup on. I am just looking like a hot mess, but it's okay. We are surviving. Um, (laughs) So today I'm going to be bringing you some tips to surviving the quarantine. Hopefully this will be... um, some helpful things for you to help you to continue to stay vegan throughout this time. Um, I do want to mention, because I know it kind of sucks that we're like stuck in the house and not able to go out and do those things that we normally would do. And um, some of us might be getting a little bit stir crazy and wanting to like harm someone that we're in the house with. But you know what? You have to kind of look at the positive in all this and be grateful for what you do have. Because a lot of us are here complaining about like, you know, oh, I'm in the house, I've eaten 50 times today and I'm just getting fat and I have nowhere to go and this and that. But I mean, at least you have food. At least you're able to sit in your house in the comfort of your own home and, you know, relax and get to watch TV all day. And, you know, like things that you would normally be, um, you would normally be, going like nonstop hustling bustling that's what I always say like go 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 I live in Miami so it's always like nonstop everyone's doing something you can never sit down and relax and so I think this time is so great because it's allowing us to just kind of pause for a second and enjoy the company of others that we are stuck with stuck that's in air air quotations um enjoy that time with them and really appreciate them. Like I'm not trapped. I don't feel like I'm trapped, but I'm, I'm quarantined with my family. So I have my kids who I'm with all day long. And I know it's stressful for those of you that are having to, um, work from home and homeschool your kids and still be able to clean and, and maintain like sanity on your own self. But you just have to remember to have patience and just think like this would not be you wouldn't be able to spend this much time with your kid and like you're not going to get these days back. So normally where you might be at work all day and not even get to see, you know, your kids progressing in school or you may have to miss something, you're able to to take these moments and you're going to remember these and hopefully they will too. So just try to make the best of them. Um, like for my kids, I I had to homeschool them because they're, they're, their school's closed. And obviously like, having a background as a teacher, it makes it a lot easier for me. It's nothing for me to teach two kids, but um, I took it as a time for me to just really spend with my kids. And it wasn't so much about what they were learning, but it was more about building those moments and just having those memories with them. So they appreciated it. Like we were, my name was Miss M um, and I, you know, Miss Mommy. And they, they like just fell right into the role of school. And I was so proud of them because they just really showed me like, you know, how good of students they can be. And and it just really just, it bonded us really close together. And yeah, of course, there's moments where you're going to get frustrated and you're going to get upset. And in those times, just kind of like take a second, breathe, pray, 
go be, go be by yourself, go be with God, whatever you do. And, you know, just say like, guys, I need a moment or I need a second or give me 30 minutes. I'm just going to watch an episode on TV or I'm going to go read or whatever you need to do. And just take that time to kind of separate yourself because it, you, we don't know how long this is going to last. So just try to make the best of it. Um, and, and really just be grateful for what you do have. If you are, you know, running low on food or you don't have toilet paper or whatever, just try to look at the positive of all of, all of it. You know, like there's always something that can be done. There's always something positive that can come out of everything. And, you know, down down the road, imagine like in months from now or in, or in a couple years or, you know, even in like a decade and you're looking back on this moment and you're like, man, we didn't even get to the toilet paper and we had to go and we, you know, the things we had to do to clean our bodies. And, and it's, it's going to be funny. Like you're going to laugh at it. And, you know, it, it is a hard time for some people where they have lost their jobs and they have, um, they have this financial just burden on them, but just, just continue to pray about it and just continue to think of all the positive things that, that are coming out of this and try to stay as positive as you can. Um, one thing that I do want to mention that's like a win for the vegan community is that, um, our world is really like benefiting from this, um, as far as like the planet goes. Those of you that are in this for the, the environmental side of it, um, this is really something that you probably have already looked into, but I was looking at, um, this article by CNN, they posted this on March 17th and they were saying that from February 3rd to March 1st. CO2 emissions were down by at least 25% because of the the coronavirus. Um, You know, obviously people are not out driving. um, Factories have been shut down, things like that, that normally produce a lot of pollution for our air. It's caused them to kind of come to a stop or, or decrease by a lot. And so our, our world is just kind of taking a break from all that toxic toxicity toxicity is that a word um from all the pollution and and it's getting a a chance to really breathe and and freshen up the air and it was saying also that um the average number of good quality airs air days increased 21.5 percent in february because of this so that's really something that we can look at and say man that's awesome like that's really good that that we're able to do this because we might be fighting so hard for for the for the earth and trying to help to to you know make a change but really this has been such a big impact and and it's really something good that we should be really cheering on because that's amazing um so yeah anyways that's just a little win i wanted to bring up so i wanted to bring you guys some survival tips because i know during this time it can be kind of hard it can be a little bit of like just feeling like repetitive in everything that you're making and feeling kind of limited on your resources. And I understand I'm, I'm there. I'm feeling the same way. Um, a lot of us can't go to the grocery store or you're not willing to go to the grocery store, which is completely understandable. So I want to help you to um, continue to survive in your vegan journey while you are stuck inside. So I've come up with a couple tips that hopefully will help you. Um, the first one has to do with produce. So like I said in, I think it was the last episode, there has been just like an abundance of produce that is left in stores. I think everyone has bought up all the pastas and all the meats and all the cheeses and eggs and you know all these things because they're like, man, we got to save this. But our section of stuff is just like flourishing. We still have produce. We still have the frozen foods. We still have the um, like the cold section of vegan um, products. And that's awesome. So if you do have to go to the store, don't worry. Like I think 
we're good for a while. I think we'll be, be able to continue to, to still buy the same things that we've been buying. Um, so I don't see anything with that. Now, um, one thing that I do want to mention is that obviously produce goes bad a lot faster than things like you know, rice and beans and um, pastas and things like that. So I came up with a list of things that you can do to help you to preserve your produce a little bit longer. Um, because I normally go out and buy produce at least once a week just because we go through it so quickly and it, it doesn't last that long. So I'm usually like there at least once or twice a week buying more things, buying more produce every, you know. So for me, it's a little bit hard because I'm, I'm like, whoa. I can't go to the store. I'm trying to limit how much I go because I don't want to be out. Um, so here's some ideas that I looked up, I found, I came up with a list. And number one, um, you can set your fridge, I don't know if you guys know this or not, <laughs> to um, 36 degrees Fahrenheit, which is just kind of like a little bit above freezing. You want to get it really cold in there for your produce. And those drawers that you have, so here's how I normally do it. I normally have my vegetables in one drawer, my um, fruits in another, and then I have like another drawer for the cheeses, um, the tofus, the fake meats, things like that. And um, and then I'll put like sauces like uh, or dips like hummuses and guac and salsas. I'll put all that in the same drawers like the fake meats and cheeses. Um, but apparently there's an, an art to putting your food in drawers. So there's one drawer that should be set to high humidity. And those are for things that can wilt. And then there's one that can be set to low humidity. And those are for things that can rot. So when you're actually separating them, make sure you are doing it based on that. So I'm going to go in and reorganize my drawer now that I've figured this out. Um, another thing is that some fruits and vegetables produce something called ethylene. I don't know if I just said that right, but that's what I'm going to call it, um, which is something that um, that this produce can produce and it, it kind of speeds up the ripening of others. So you want to keep those away from each other. And here's just a few examples, apples, bananas, pears, avocados, kiwi, um, peaches, and plums. So keep those away. I used to always throw them all in the same drawer, like used to as in like today and yesterday I still have. And I always wonder why they go so bad. Go bad. I thought they just had the same cycle, but um, but yeah, keep those away from each other. Another thing is that there's certain um, certain types of produce that needs to be left out of the fridge. So, for example, potatoes, tomatoes, onions, limes, and lemons. I didn't know that. And then bananas, obviously. Keep those out of the fridge. Store them in a cool, dry place. Um, and that will help them to stay fresher longer. Now, if you want to prevent your potatoes from sprouting. Uh, you can also store them with um, apples, but that's like a catch-22 because it's like, okay, do you want your potatoes to sprout and your apples to go bad, or do you want your potatoes to go bad faster and your apples to survive? So it depends on, you know, like our family, apples don't last more than a day or two because the kids and like everyone eats apples like it's candy. So we could probably leave apples out on the counter with our potatoes and that would help to continue to make those last a little bit longer um, because the apples will get eaten. They won't rot that fast. Um, so another thing that you can do is you can trim off a fourth of an inch of asparagus. We love asparagus here and you can store it in water and that also works. I think I've seen someone do it with celery. Um, I know you can like regrow celery by putting it in water. So I think that would probably work the same. 
And I've seen these beautiful pictures on this community I follow on Facebook. And they have like the mason jar storage in their fridge. And they put all their produce in mason jars. And it looks so beautiful. And I'm like, wow, look at that. There's no plastic. It's amazing. And um, I've seen people do that. And, and they say it makes it last longer. Same thing with carrots. If you cut off the green part of the carrots and you store it in water, it'll last for, they said, at least a month. And you just have to change the water out. Like you don't want to let the water stay in there for a while. So change it every four to five days, I think it says. Um, And you can also do that for herbs. So if you have tender herbs, like the loose ones, like um, rosemary, I'm sorry, not rosemary, um, parsley, cilantro, basil, those ones are are tender. So those ones you can put in water. Um, But if you have like the firm, harder ones, like rosemary and thyme, you can roll them loosely in a damp paper towel and then you can put them in a bag. So if you guys are okay with plastic, you can put them in a plastic bag. If not, just put them in like a glass container. Um, Mushrooms are ones that I just really got upset about because we had a whole container go bad recently and I was so upset because I was planning on using them for all these things. And anyways, store them in a brown paper bag. Don't wash them, just put them in the bag and it'll like absorb all the moisture. And then when you're ready to use them, go ahead and wash them and clean them. Um, And then there is obviously, you can wash fruits in a vinegar solution. I've heard back and forth things about this, that the vinegar doesn't really do anything, but some people like swear by it and say that that's the the go-to that they do as soon as they get their food from the store. Um, They bring it home and they wash it in like a, I think it's a one to three. So like a cup of vinegar to three cups of water. They soak it in that for like 10 minutes and then they dry it and then put it in the fridge and it's supposed to make it last. You guys can test out that theory. I've never done it. I don't really, um, I guess I'll try it and see if it works. I don't have anything right now that I can do that with because I haven't gone to the store, but maybe next time I go, I'll try it and let you guys know how it worked. Um, And then the last thing that you can do is for lettuce. I know with us, I always buy lettuce and then I forget to use it because we don't eat salads that often. Um, and when we do, it, I mean, we just, I always forget that I have it. But what you can do is you can wash your lettuce. A lot of them you can't really wash beforehand, but you can wash this. And then you can store it in like a glass container and put paper towels on top of it. I've also seen where you can layer each lettuce each like uh leaf of lettuce with paper towels but that seems like it's just like extremely excessive um but if you have the time you know you've got all day anyway you might as well just go ahead and do it um go for it so there's that um so those are just a couple tips that you guys can use to help you extend the life of your produce if you're still wanting to buy like um you know, whole foods while you're in this quarantine. If not, it's completely um, understandable because I went and bought a bunch of stuff and now it's almost all gone. Um, And I don't know when I'm going to go to the store next. So we'll see. Um, Another thing that you can do if you haven't bought the produce or you're not looking to buy that is you can also buy obviously frozen foods and canned foods um, if there's any still left in stores. I know I already had some, but I really don't like, I'm not a fan of frozen vegetables because I like my vegetables really crunchy and like I only will heat them up to the point where they are just warm because I don't like soggy anything, like especially soggy zucchini and broccoli. It, it grosses me out. Like I like almost fresh, like I'll heat it up just to the point where it just gets hot. And then I take it off of whatever I'm doing. Like if it's in the oven, it's just till it gets hot. Because I don't like 
I don't like my food cold, but I don't like it. You know, it's weird. Anyways, so for me, like I don't, I try to stay away from frozen vegetables, but if you like that, then that's a great option for you. Um, frozen fruits, you can even freeze the fruits yourselves. Like I, I will always do that with my bananas. Like sometimes I, I purposely let them go ripe just so that I can cut them up and put them in the freezer for smoothies or to make like nice cream and stuff. Cause that's a really good option. Also, there are, you know, pastas and things like that, rice, try to stock up on that stuff because that will definitely help you as well. Um, don't forget about dry beans because those are always an option as well. And you can just kind of set those in the crock pot and let those cook for a while. And so you won't even have to think about them. Um, some ideas that I had for meal prepping is, um, obviously like rice and beans. That's super easy to make. You can even just, like I said, leave your beans out like in a crock pot, or if you have a pressure cooker, you can put them in there. Um, I've been making a lot of Asian stir fry stuff, but that's just because I love Asian food and that's always my go-to no matter what. So I've been doing that a lot. Um, I just think it's so easy and you can, like I said, use frozen, frozen vegetables for that. Put some oil. If you use oil, throw them in your wok or your pan or whatever you have and just heat them up, throw some soy sauce. You can add whatever else. Like I've been doing, um, a ginger, a, a ginger garlic, like soy sauce, sauce thing that I found online. And you can just always look up like stir fry recipes or whatever. And they're usually vegan. Um, just double check the ingredients, but yeah, super easy. Just make that with some white rice and you're good. Um, pastas are always easy to make. If you want to make your own, that's great. If not, I'm sure somewhere you might be able to find some jars of, uh, pasta sauce, and then you have chilies and soups. One thing that I think will really help to limit your eating is maybe like doing like a portion control type thing or like a meal prep um, and kind of like separating your snacks into maybe like individual size containers or putting meals into individual size containers. So you're not like constantly getting it. So you know like, okay, I've had this snack or whatever. Because I think if you just grab like, I love... Um, I love kettle chips. So if I grab a whole bag of kettle chips, I'm going to probably eat that entire bag right in front of me just because it's there. But if you put them into like individual containers and you've gotten like three or four at this point, you're like, okay, I need to chill out. Like it's not okay. Um, and it just kind of, I don't know, it's maybe just a mind trick, but that might help you to like slow down on how much you eat. And I think also with kids, I've seen this really cool ideas online where you give your kid like a separated basket like how they have at school we have like little container baskets and you can write the kid's name on it or you can color coordinate it or whatever and you put their snacks for the day in there and you say okay here's your snacks you can come and grab whenever you'd like but that's it once these run out then you don't get any more my kids excuse me my kids are pretty pretty good at like gauging how much they can have because if I tell them if you want this now you can either eat this now or you can eat it later sometimes they'll eat something now and they'll say can I save it for later because they know that they won't get any more um and if your kids are too young to to understand that then you know you might just want to put it for yourself and say okay here's your morning snack here's your whatever maybe put a time on it or something just to kind of keep you in like a regular routine and like get you on a schedule and that'll help with kind of keeping your sanity as well as limiting you um, and you can even do that for yourself. Like, okay, Aaron, uh, you've eaten almost everything we have. You need to relax. And here, I'm going to make a basket for myself and put what I can eat. And then, I mean, it sounds silly to some of you guys, but it really might help because it'll help with the portion controls. And especially if you can't go to the gym and you're not working out, um, 
that might help you as well to kind of maintain your your weight and and not get um, to the point where you're just like overeating. And then the last thing you can do as far as food goes is you can order from meal delivery services. Um, I looked up a couple of them and I actually just tried one out just to see. I haven't, I just placed the order today, so I'll let you guys know how it goes. Um, but I was kind of looking for only like solely vegan companies. So I found a lot of really cool ones that had vegan options, but it's just, this is my opinion. I feel like a lot of those that have vegan options, but have other stuff too. I just feel like there's not that much for vegans to have, like, because they're not a solely vegan company, if that makes sense. Like they only have like two options for us. I I just, that's how I always feel. Like, I feel like it's just like, I don't know. That's just how I feel. So I I wanted to look for solely vegan because I feel like they're the recipes are typically more creative and they're a little bit different than the typical thing that you would eat as a vegan. So um, the number one for the United States is um, purple carrot. And right now I think it's cool because they're op- they're offering thirty percent off um, of their meal prep delivery service for healthcare professionals. Um, which I thought was just cool because that just shows their support that they have for for the um, for the people in that profession, especially with everything that they're going through right now. Um, they offer gluten free, soy free, and nut free options as well. So what I ordered, so you can customize it. They give you four options for dinners, um, and you can get all four if you want. I just did two because we're on a budget. Um, and so one of the recipes I got was Tuscan style zucchini. So I got that one and then I got penne mushroom Florentine, which that one looked really good too. Um, and then they also had Caribbean sweet potatoes and then walnut crusted artichokes, which that sounded good, but it had, it just had Dijon mustard in it. And I thought that might be an important ingredient and Raul does not like Dijon mustard. He doesn't like mustard. So I didn't want to put that in there and him not want to try it. Um, and then for lunch, I got a soba, no- soba noodle bowl. And then for a snack, I wanted to just try this for him, an applewood barbecue mushroom jerky. I thought that would be pretty cool. So we ordered that. It's supposed to be here on April 7th. So that'll be one day before he stops his vegan um, journey. So hopefully we'll get that and he'll keep, be able to try some stuff and see if he likes it. Um, so there's, yeah, purple carrot. I'll let you guys know how I feel, how I feel about it once I actually get to try it. Um, another brand that was that's here in America is Vistro. They have just heat and eat meals. So these are not ones that you actually prepare yourself, whereas Purple Carrot you do. They send you the ingredients and you cook the food yourself. Um, but Vistro is just like already made to order. You just heat it up in the microwave or however you're supposed to heat it and it's ready to go. Um, and that has gluten-free and soy-free. I think it also had nut-free options as well. So there's another option for you if you don't cook and you just want to heat up something. Um, I looked up some things in the UK as well because that's where a lot of my listeners are from. Um, there's something called All Vegan. It was ranked like the top meal delivery service in the UK. That one has heat and eat options as well. So these are just not recipes, only um, you can only heat these up to, to, to eat. So there's that, and it thought it was cool because it has the option to return the packaging for to be recycled. Um, so obviously they have some sort of environmentally um, friendly factor of that. So I thought that was cool. And then another one is called Mindful Chef. That's also in the UK. They do both recipes and the heat and eat option. So you can, if you like to cook, you can do that. And if you want just easy, convenient meals, you can also order that other option. So that's pretty cool. 
Um, but yeah, so I'll let you guys try those, or I'm going to try those and I'm going to, I'm going to let you guys know how I feel about it. If you know of any other meal delivery services that you love and that you think would be great for other people to try, feel free to, to share with us and you know, we'll, we'll get it out to the, the listeners. Um, just some other things that you guys can do. I know this time is a little bit hard, but really just think about maybe creating like a vision board or creating um, like a list of goals that you guys have or maybe getting some things done that you normally wouldn't. Like if you're stuck in the house, maybe now's the time to do your spring cleaning. Empty out whatever clutter you have and just restart and refresh your home. Um, maybe read a book or start a hobby that you've always wanted to do. Um, maybe get in touch with people that you haven't spoken with in a long time. There's a lot of things that you can do to, um, to kind of like take over. Don't just sit in Netflix and chill all day long because you're going to feel like lazy. I I've been like that because, you know, I've gotten to the point where I've just been on the couch all day long. Just, I would only get up to eat snacks and, and, and use the bathroom and that's it. And you just feel disgusting and you don't feel like you want to do anything and you get stuck in that mindset and that, um, in that way for, for a couple of days. And then you just don't want to get out of that. So don't get like that. Don't be that person. I I'm just saying that from personal experience because you don't feel productive and you're going to be stuck not wanting to do anything for the entire quarantine because you're stuck on the couch. So try to do as much physical activity, try to create a schedule and kick and keep a routine if you can. Um, I know like most of us are just wearing hoodies and have our hair crazy or whatever, but if you can try to get up and shower and put on some regular clothes and do your makeup and do your hair and get in that regular routine, because if not, you're, you're going to just feel bad and you're going to just not feel like yourself. And I know from experience, just being like having been a stay at home mom, um, you can lose yourself in those times. And I don't want anyone to feel that way. And I don't want anyone to get stuck um, and going into some sort of like state of depression or anything like that when you're in this. So just try your best to continue to stay in a positive mindset and stay as regular as you possibly can. And if you need someone to talk to, of course, you guys can always reach out to me. I won't think you're weird. I won't think it's strange that you're reaching out to me or anything like that. Um, I, I swear I'm here for you guys if you need someone to talk to or if you're stressed out or you're losing your mind and you just want to vent or you need someone to talk to, I will be here for you guys. Um, so just just, just want you guys to know that. Um, so yeah, and if you guys have any other tips or anything you'd like to share to help you survive this quarantine, go ahead and DM me and I'll share it with our listeners. Um, Thanks again, you guys, for listening. I hope you have a great day. I hope you guys are enjoying this time together. And um, just remember, the future is vegan. The time is now. So root yourself in kindness. Bye.